This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. Yo. Happy New Year. I know we already did one. Happy New Year. But, you know, Happy New Year. We're here. We are. Episode 270 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is... Muted Mike James. 2023 <laughs> off to a, a Rick Rollin, Rick Rollin start. You can, you can see my beautiful. I should put on a fake backdrop because you can see my pizza yeah. oven here. You can see my giant Pac-Man controller there. Uh, a balloon ball. My and and uh and you know what? I gotta put on the fake one. Brock, how you? How is your 2023 shaping up? Four days into it. Tell me it's the best year of your uh, life. I haven't worked all week, so that's good. And Bad Batch came out yesterday. So there's two episodes. So we have Star Wars content again, and that's pretty wild to think about it. Um, yeah, so I guess it's good. I don't know. And what is a Bad Batch for those? those it's two? when your cookies are burnt. And you're like, that's a Bad Batch. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story, over Christmas, my sister-in-law was baking. I said, are you making gingerbread cookies? Because Aaron decided, we have a child, and she didn't have time to make gingerbread cookies. So I said, if you want to make gingerbread cookies, go for it. And she was like, okay. And I said, if you, and if you burn any, I'll take them all, because I really <laughs> enjoy. Now, I got to be honest, it's not burnt gingerbread. It's just a little bit on the well-done side. Like, I'm a little crispy. Then you could dunk it in your eggnog. I didn't do that. That's disgusting. But yeah, you could dunk it in my eggnog. I bought way too much eggnog this year, by the way. Way too much eggnog. I had two eggnog martinis. Time of my life. Brock, 2023. We are in it. <laughs> yeah, we're in it all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it, it's it's weird. It's like... What is this year going to be? It's just isn't like not. I know you haven't watched Bad Batch, so we won't really talk about it. But like, it's just even yeah, Bad Batch is sort of like under the radar. You're like, here it is. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, it just kind of came right. It just was like, yeah. bam, in your face. So it's exciting. I'm looking forward to watching. It. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, maybe someday soon I will. But at the at, as of this live show. I was unable to to watch it. Um, but it, what were your thoughts on it? It, uh, it was fine. Uh, nothing huge happens. It's the usual hijinks that that crew gets up to. Uh, there's a, some Dooku references, so like you might like it. But at the same note, it's like it's <laughs> was there at not one point that like they're like we're not making these cartoons anymore, and then they just keep making them. It's like it's Filoni just like got a side company on his own that animates all this, and he just like hands it in to disney plus and they're like what do we do with this <laughs> like, i don't know it just I seems think, like yeah i think it was uh like an Iger thing where he but i think what happened was they were like let's get rid of 
all prequel era stuff, right? I mm. think there was that big, like when Disney, the Disney acquisition, as great as it was, they kind of wanted to to forget the prequel era, which at the time people forget 10, 13, what was it? 10, 11, 10 years ago, that was a thing, right? The prequels were still kind of looked at by a lot of people as lesser, uh, kind of like how some of the sequels are looked at now. You know, that's how people looked at those prequels. So I, you kind of understand what they, why they were going in that direction. Uh, and I think ultimately they're like, oh, we need to bring it back. And so they brought it all back. And I understand why they did it. I'm not, I never quite understood the Clone Wars thing. Like, it's already there. It had a built-in audience. It, I think it cost a lot to produce hmm. that show. I think the show was expensive, and that's why I think they nixed it and then did Rebels. And st- I think I could be wrong. I'm not. I, I'm not on the inside, Brock. I'm not. I'm not Dave Filoni. I know you think I am. <laughs> not you, Brock, but the people watching and listening. I know most people are like, is that Dave Filoni? I saw him in a cowboy hat this summer. I did wear a black cowboy hat in the summer, but I'm not Dave Filoni. So I, I think that was the thing. And so I think, but I think they learned their lesson and there is a fan base for this and there is a, a want for this content. And now they're like, I hate calling it content, but I, I think, I think bringing it back was the right move. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so it's, I'm like, yay, we have some Star Wars content to start off the year. But what else do we have coming down the pipe? James, what do we have? Like, there's this. There's. Okay. I'm not really, I don't really watch a lot of Star Wars. So I think we have Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. We have Mando season three coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's March. Then we have the Ahsoka show. We have Star Wars Vision season two. We have Skeleton Crew. I don't know if it's this year or next year, but we're going to get uh, Acolyte. And I mean, we, and then Andor season two shooting now, mm. we don't know if there's going to be a book. I mean, these aren't going to come out this year, but you don't know if there's going to be a book of Boba Fett season two, if there's going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. season two. I doubt for, I kind of doubt both of them, but Obi-Wan, I'm, I, I, I don't know. Like Obi-Wan's a weird one to me Yeah, because it's like, if you hated that first season, as long as it's Obi-Wan Kenobi in the second season, you can shift gears and make it whatever you want it to be anyway. So it's like that show could be almost an anthology of Obi-Wan in those years between Sith and, and a new hope, right? Like it doesn't, they don't need to coexist. Like I, you love the glass onion, glass onion knives out. It's a sequel, but yeah. it's not a sequel. Like the, yeah. like it doesn't need to connect in any way other than, no. you know, just make sure it doesn't take place at the exact same time as something else. And you're good to go. Uh, Dale's in the chat. Hi, Dale. He's going to leave for work soon because we always record right before his work. But, <laughs> but that's how I feel about Obi-Wan. It's like if you hated the first season, I think they could do – I think it would make sense for them to do a second season that didn't directly connect other than maybe like his relationship with Luke. Like you can have that kind of be – yeah. not that I want them to have a big relationship, but you know, no. you can get that out of the way. So that's how I feel about that. Book of Boba Fett, I, you know I loved it. I still feel like that works as a one-off. You can bring mm-hmm. him into the other shows, but – Obi-Wan's a show. I'm really curious to see what they do there. It, you know what? Like, I think it would be cool. I think we already said this. Like, if they did a second season, just just have him and, like, Qui-Gon doing their thing about, like, how to become one with the Force. And just, like, make it a show about, like, Jedi mysticism. And then maybe have flashbacks. Because it's like, yeah, we know that, like, Hayden Christensen and, uh, and um, oh, who plays Obi-Wan again? 
Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor, like, they're not young anymore, but, like, I don't know, the scene where you see, like, a younger version of Anakin and Obi-Wan, I was like, yeah, yeah, it works. You know, I'll, 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 like, we're not tricked. It's not, not like, oh, witchcraft. Like, we know, like, they're able to do this. So, like, why not? Like, so, yeah, yeah. but I think if we're going to choose one of those two, let's go Book of Boba Fett. I think that's, a, like, a guarantee because, like, all the work they've done in Book of Boba Fett, it's like, okay, there's something here that, like, there's, like, a Mandalorian thing is coming, perhaps. So, it's, like, I wouldn't see, like, so, like, could be possible announcements because we have Celebration this year and, of course, D23. So, there is opportunities for them to announce things in their own, like, events. Um, but what are you most excited about for the stuff that we know we're getting? For the stuff that we are 100% confirmed in getting, yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, I, I was on streaming Star Wars last week and I said the accolades like my number one, but the reality is Skeleton Crew really intrigues me. But the reality is Mando season three because I just am all in on Mando, oh, yeah. and you can. I like Book of Boba Fett. I love Book of Boba Fett. But the minute Mando shows up, I'm like, freak, I love the Mandalorian. Like, it's just that's it. It's like, I love that character. I love Baby Yoda, Grogu, and that's so. It's probably Mando. As, as such a cop out answer, that's I know it sucks, but it's it's Mando season three. But that's not taken away from my anticipation for the Acolyte or Skeleton Crew. Acolyte more so because we know a little bit more about it, and you know me, Brock. It seems to be right up what I'm really intrigued about with Star Wars. It's the Sith. It's a Jedi. It's a former Padawan coming back to investigate. You know some dark side uses usage that's going on, mm. and I and I love that idea. I love that aspect of it, and uh, so that's for me. That's me. It's Man of Season Three is the easy answer. Accolades to reality. But Brock, how about you? Uh, I'm looking forward to Ahsoka because, like, uh, I'm a big Rebels fan. So, like, the fact that these characters are being pulled into live action and we get a possible conclusion or part two to the last how the Rebels ended. So, and like. I'm excited. I I liked what they did in Book of Boba Fett, where it just like, ha, you thought the next season of Mando was gonna be this, but we're gonna put in that. So I, I like that idea. I like that they're taking chances on that. So I can see that happening a lot in Ahsoka, or maybe vice versa. Like perhaps as a compensation of Mando season three, there's an episode that's just Boba Fett. Like that would be sick. That would be so cool. And be like, and it's like the badass Boba Fett that everybody. Yeah, wants. like I don't know, just like something like that would be cool. Like they're like, this is for our our streaming platform. We literally own this. It's like we're not answering to anyone except for like the bosses are like, you have to make money. But like that's the name of the game. Like so, it's like why not switch it up, change it? Up? I don't know. So, yeah, but yeah, Mando season three, of course. It is the big contender for this year. Like, yeah. the only thing would be, like, here's a surprise movie that you didn't know we were shooting. Like, could you imagine? Again, like, like Star Wars, I think, I think Star Wars understands that, yeah, you can get compared to, to Marvel a lot. So, it's like, why not do things just a little bit differently? I don't know. Um, but... Skeleton crew, like when we finally get some real synopsis outside of a man and some children go on a quest, like thanks, like, <laughs> I, and I hope like in, 
uh, bringing back to Bad Batch, where it's just sort of like, here it is. Like, we don't, they don't really push it hard, per se. I hope this doesn't happen with uh, Vision Season 2, because, like, I really like that. I think it's, like, the closest thing that stars will have to a what-if series. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully in. But, like, I've been saying for months now, I was like, Tales of the Jedi. Like, what a great idea that was. Keep making stuff like this. And Visions falls into that category. Hook, line, and sinker, or whatever you do when you fall in the category. I don't know. But, yeah, like, it is it is hopefully exciting. Like, Yeah. It's funny you mentioned the surprise Star Wars movie because rumors, it's just rumors, mm. but they're circulating that Damon Lindelof from, mm-hmm. I think, Lost. Yeah. Apparently, remember there was a rumor that he was writing a Star Wars movie a little while yeah. ago and it was going to take place after the sequel trilogy. There are rumors now, Brock, that that, <clears throat> that, that Star Wars movie will start shooting in April Ooh. and possibly in Pinewood in England. And that lines up apparently with the old rumors that Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie was going to shoot at that exact same time. Hmm. But now it sounds like Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie might not be happening. It might be it's Star Wars. Who the hell knows what's going yeah. on? But it could be the Lindelof thing, and then that movie would be ready for Taika Waititi's time uh, Star Wars slot of December twenty twenty five, which is a good amount of production time and a good amount of post-production time and i think it gives them ultimately i think two years gives them enough time to make it right as well like they're like oh we can fine tune it because because you look at movie like ghostbusters afterlife and they were tweaking that because of the pandemic they got an opportunity to tweak whether you like it or not they had an opportunity to tweak it and i think that enhances the movie because these big budget movies especially stars the force awakens you know, Harrison Ford goes down with the leg injury. Right, right. And they had to sh- they shift from May to December. Remember, like it wasn't supposed to be December; it was supposed yeah. to be May. And you, some, you need it. And I think just giving them that cushion and knowing that Star Wars theatrically hasn't exactly been what we remember it as. Like there seems to be a stigma against the theatrical experience of it for whatever reason. Yeah. I think that cushion of time is great for Star Wars. If this is a thing, it's all rumors right now. Yeah, it's just like sort of if I don't know, like how long like a show they shoot it and a year later we get it, right? Like yeah. they can do a TV show slightly faster, right? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, yes, because also you want if you and I say I've been saying this for a while, but if you're gonna talk like we are going to go see the next Star Wars movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. There's like we're not they don't have to worry about us and the four billion other podcasters. They don't have to worry about us. They have to worry about your parents. You know, they have mm. to worry about your wife. They have to worry about these people that might right. not be invested because they say, hey, you know what? I can stay at home and watch Baby Yoda at home. Why am I <laughs> going to go to the theater and watch a movie without Baby Yoda? You know what I mean? Like there, there has to be a reason for it. And I think so. I think all the effects and everything have to be top notch. And it's got I mean, you just look at Avatar. That thing is going to break two billion dollars yeah. soon. Yeah. And I haven't seen it. I don't know if you've seen it, but I hear the effects no. are, like the effects are top notch. Everyone loves yeah. it. It's four. It's fourteen hundred hours long. Uh, people actually are still watching it. That went to go see it last year. They're still in the same view screening of it. But like, it's making so much money. I think you just follow that. Like, make a quality film with quality effects and making an event, and people are going to go see it. You, now you have to compete with yourself on Disney Plus. Yep. So I think, I think the effects have to be more than just we shot on the volume. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and like, it is interesting because it's like, I was like, oh, 
I'm off for two weeks. Let's go to the movies. Cause it's like, it's still like a novelty, even though it's been safe to go to the movies for close to a year now. Like since COVID hit, I've seen three movies in the theater. Three. There we go. And wow. like, just because it's sort of like you do kind of choose to go to like, you know, it's like uh, maybe like, when I, I, I am married now, so I don't go to the movies alone anymore, which is great. I like it. It's nice. But then, like, of course, like, we want to go to a movie that we both want to see. So it, it tends to be yeah. the bigger blockbuster. Now, Avatar is an example of, like, my wife's like, I don't really need to see that. And I get it because, like, who cares? Like, I actually, like, I want to see it just in IMAX. But then I looked it up. It's like, it's all 3D. I'm like, and I know that's what Avatar is known for. But I'm like. But anyways, like <laughs> you gotta see the three. If you're like Andrew Fantasia loves Avatar, he's like, I don't like the three. I'm like, how do you the three in Avatar though? I hated the first Avatar. Yeah, but the three D was spectacular. See, like because it's I not had, like in your face. It's not. In I had face a bad three D yeah. experience with that because I sat too close to the screen because the, the no, theater was too that. full. So, anyways, oh, no. but like, yeah, like stuff like that appeals to me. Like, go see a movie. Because it's like shot and it's like, like I just watched Top Gun Maverick today on my TV and I'm like, I'm like, this was fun. But it's like, I'm like, I don't buy into that so much. But like, it was a solid story. It made sense. But I'm like, it was Star Wars. It was like, this should have been seen in the theater, right? Like, which is funny because Tom Cruise took Paramount to court because they wanted to put it on Paramount Plus. And he's like, this is a theatrical (laughs) movie. And it made $1.4 billion. That movie was uh, yeah. far better than I anticipated it being. I was so I mean, but like, it is it's Star Wars. It's, but like the thing the, is the too is like stuff. what is Avatar competing against right now? Nothing. Like nothing. Like uh, yeah, but it also made one point. It's also like it's made oh, a lot of absolutely. money. Absolutely. Even though there's nothing there, like that's still like like Black Adam. It's good. No, it's, it's and like I'm not I'm not fighting that. But you're right. You are like typically there would be something else for it to go up. Like I think Aquaman, Shazam, Shazam was supposed to come out now. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, it's just too bad because it's like, technically, Disney owns everything. Like, Avatar is not a competitor anymore. Avatar is Disney. Like, it's just, they right now have kind of control. So it's like, if they released a Star Wars movie next Christmas, they could have, like, had it not compete against anybody. So it's like, which is what they were supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But is it. Do you think Disney is looking at Avatar and the success of Avatar and saying, st- like Kathleen, kind of like this? We need to do this with yeah, this. Yeah. So how how do I they and so. how do they make that happen? I would I would think so. Like I would love to see the inner workings of it because it's just like they just own they own Marvel, Star Wars, Fox, Twenty First Century Fox. Is that what Avatar falls under? Twenty Fourth Century. That must be right. Like, it's just like, and then Disney itself, it's just like, they must, like, the main guys for each, like, sit in a booth, and it's like, look what, look what Jimmy over here did last week in the box office, when are you going to counter it? And, like, <laughs> I don't know who Jimmy is, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it should be like that, and it's like, it's kind of interesting. It, it sounds like a monopoly, but at the same note, it's like, you are kind of competing against each other, because you're different brands within, within the same umbrella, like. That, that's kind of cool. You're creating your own competition. Like, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, that's like one of the things about Star Wars, too. Like, you know, they create stuff like the volume where, like, they 
improve filmmaking. So it's like we don't have really IMAX per se without the things George Lucas does, right? So and Cameron though, Cameron's huge on that as well. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, even even better. Like it's so it's like yeah. it's I think people want to go. It's like like look at the box office for Avatar. When did it come out? Just before Christmas. Oh, it's yeah. been up for two for three weeks now. I think four weeks, three or four Thanks. weeks. <laughs> I mean, I think in four weeks it'll break two billion dollars, which is remarkable. Remarkable, but I think it speaks to a few points. One, I, we all thought he was psychotic for waiting thirteen years to release a sequel. Yeah, that sounds crazy. But two, my guess is James Cameron knew the pandemic was coming, and it, like <laughs> it hit right at the right time, right? Like Spider Man: uh, No Way Home made a bazillion dollars. It's so right now, yeah. pandemic post pandemic. I believe they're calling it. Spider-Man No Way Home has made the most, followed by Avatar 2. I'm sure Avatar 2 at some point. I haven't seen the numbers. I'm sure it'll take over Spider-Man No Way Home. But right when Spider-Man No Way Home dropped, I saw it on the Thursday night screen before. Like, within, like, three days, we were shut. We were locked down again in Ontario. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah, I think true. it was like that that's in a lot true. of places. Yeah. And it still made a lot. And I think the timing of Avatar 2, it's a big event film. Everybody liked to pretend that they didn't care about it online. All liars, apparently, but it was a big event film that came out right at the right time, and it hit yeah. on all cylinders. Yep. It must be a. It must be. I mean, people love the first one; they went to go see it two billion dollars worth yeah. of times, so it must be good enough for people to like it. And uh, I don't know. I think James Cameron's a genius, clearly, because yeah. we all. No one thought that movie was. I mean, I don't know if anyone thought that movie was going to make a bazillion dollars. It's funny because it's like when you think about James Cameron, I was I was just sort of like, why is he making Avatar? But it's just like, why not? And it's just like, what is James Cameron's style? You know what I mean? Like he does Aliens, he does Terminator Two, he does Piranha uh, Two, Piranha Two. <laughs> he does um, The Abyss, um, and then you know Avatar Titanic. and a bunch of other things. Obviously, Titanic like, is, his, is Titanic. His... Sorry. But you know what I mean? It's just like true lies. He is true lies. So like, what is his style? It almost is like we criticize like, um, oh God, who's who's the guy that blows things up and uh, made the Ninja Bay? Turtles? Michael Bay. We criticize Michael Bay for blowing <laughs> stuff like, up. I made but, like, up. James I made the James, Ninja Turtles. But like James Cameron, like I I only said that because I knew you would know immediately. No, I know. <laughs> I'm like Transformers. Uh, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's. Again, like there's a different quality of film in both, but like it's just like style over substance. They love they love like explosions or like effects. I guess is the better way of saying it. The one thing that when I not to turn this into an Avatar podcast, but I was very much disappointed at first Avatar because it was James Cameron. I expected Mm -hmm. more from the story itself than like like I said the three D. To this day, blows my mind. And they use the same cameras in Transformers 3. And the 3D in Transformers 3 was incredible. And I think uh, Jackass 3D, which had some of the best 3D I've ever seen. Like, But but the, I didn't care for the movie at all. I just thought it was dumb and this plot. I was just like, it took yeah. me right out of it whenever they did anything. Because I was like, this is stupid. But the world that was created was brilliant. And the, the 3D was phenomenal. And they created cameras. Like, they created... Yeah, the, exactly. Know, the, the the what's it called? The what's it called? The vision, the visor. What's the thing? The for the Mandalorian. Oh my God, I forgot. Oh, what it's the uh, the volume. 
the volume, the visor, <laughs> the volume. Like they created cameras for Avatar, mm. and then 3D became a thing for like three years, and then yeah. you had to wear you had to wear glasses on top of your glasses in your house to watch soccer. It was a weird time. Yeah. Uh, but I but I find that fascinating, and that's you know James Cameron, George Lucas, they are definitely I think a dying breed. I think that was proven with the sequel trilogy and. It's just because James Cameron's complaint about Force Awakens was it didn't do anything to progress the the technology, and I think it's a dying breed. But I think Favreau has that in him, clearly yeah. with the volume. Yeah, and and I'm sure there's somebody else out there is going to to come through like that as well. It might be someone who hasn't broke in yet. It might be some 19 yeah. year old right now in film school or not in film school, just making some some indie flick somewhere doing something. So it's it's coming. It's remarkable, and I think Star Wars. Uh, is cape it, it belongs in the hands of it's you know what i can't say that because i don't know star wars was george lucas's thing and then it's not his thing anymore yeah and then i think star wars has to change with that change so i don't know i can't say it's like because everyone's like it can't be a committee but it is now yeah and so and i think they and i think we've talked about this i think now they've figuring out where star wars belongs um it took a while to get there and i think you have to be comfortable in that and then once you know you have the confidence and maybe you know whatever movie they get next works within their new plan yeah no absolutely like i think it's as much as we're not talking really about star wars <clears throat> directly it's like all this affects it you know like it's it's the it's the right time. I I, I mean, I feel like we said this two years ago. It's the right time to make Star Wars movies. Like it's always the right time. Like make more. Like as it, like right. regardless of it's good or not. I mean, we want it to be good, but like think about it. our society wants more and more content constantly. More content. Give us the same thing. How many like desperate housewives of Alabama County is there? You know what I mean? Like all that stuff, and like it's just like. I'm not saying that's what Star Wars should do, but like there is a, you know, like people are crazy about just watching the same thing over and over again. I, there was something I was, I realized recently, I was watching a bunch of different things. I'm like, oh, they, this is like the third movie that I've heard them do something like this. I can't, or third show. I can't remember what it was, but it's like everything's just a trend or like if it works, let's just do it a million times. I mean, like, like the Wednesday show is a good show. It's fun, but it's like this just has like the Adams family smashed with Riverdale vibes to it, right? And then luckily it's a little different. Yeah. Come at I'm me. all in. Let's go, Archie Andrews. <laughs> I got Aaron a three pack of Archie double digest comics for Christmas. And she was like, Why'd you get me these? And I said, Because I want them. <laughs> I have a, a closet you see behind the red yeah toolbox there's a cupboard up there you open it up it's it's all archie comics <laughs> including the the one that you got me the archie gets married one yeah where they where did. You, marry, you flip it and then you, yeah. yeah it is up there and i also have the riverdale and chilling uh adventures of sabrina Brenna. monopolies yeah. up there as well just <laughs> That's two different five dollars. Five dollars. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. I'm not paying more than five bucks. <laughs> They're not open. They're just there. Uh, whatever. I like what I like. You can't stop me. I also like Star Wars. I have Star Wars Clue. Have you? Have we played that together. Star Wars Clue. No. It's not. So. It's okay. It's fun. It's more nice to look at than like play it. Yeah. You build yeah. like a like every other Clue. <laughs> 
No, regular Clue's fun to play. Yeah, I've never been able to play a full game of Clue because it's like explaining it to a group of people always seems like... Yeah, you have to play with people that already know how to play. Yeah, and that's tends to be rare depending on who you run with. I run with jazz musicians. Zap, 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 you know, stuff like that. We don't play Clue. <laughs> we don't play Clue. Like yeah. you're one of the jazz musicians. Hey, do you think do you think Scott the Crew is about a young Lord Santeca and he's trying to save like kids who are like force sensitive or the Empire is trying to take and turn into stormtroopers? <laughs> right? So am I. Like that guy is very interesting to me and I want to know more. I mean I'm trying to, yeah. Yeah, like we kind of get a bit of him in High Republic, not him specifically, but his family. So it's just like, let's learn more. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm all in on it as well. I don't yeah. understand if it is not what they're doing. Why not? <laughs> it's like, why? I don't understand. But one thing that always comes back to me is John Favreau did say early on in Mandalorian that we were going to kind of see like the beginnings of the First Order. And we haven't really yet. We were like, we haven't actually, I would say not at all. Like we've seen like Snoke's kind of been hinted at and like yeah. whatever they want to clone Grogu for has been whatever, but we haven't seen that play out yet. And I'm wondering if he's either decided not to go that direction because it seems like a lot of the Mandalorian clone war stuff is coming up. They have, they yeah. shifted gears or is that coming or is that going to come in shows like skeleton crew or some of the spinoffs instead yeah. of the Mandalorian? Yeah. I don't Cause it's just sort of like as much as I you serve that to me, I will eat it. But like it would be kind of fun to just go outside of that. But I think, uh, like you know, just start the new chapter and whatever Star Wars is going to be. But then I feel like there has to be a movie first, right? So we're not getting that. So uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Why are you mm. asking me questions? I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know why we even we should just talk exactly at the same we time. Should, a silent, <laughs> a silent podcast is what we should have. <laughs> a silent. By the way, I got a copy of Twas the Night Before Christmas, and there's a CD inside read by Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges read. I haven't opened the CD yet, but Jeff Bridges reads it. I kind of want to pull it out in like June and just sit down by the fire outside. <laughs> Jeff Bridges on CD. Hey, buddy, twice the night before Christmas. <laughs> hey, dude. Do we even make CD players anymore? I got to figure out how to play that thing. <laughs> I put it on my PlayStation just to listen to Jeff yeah, Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice the night before Christmas. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It was a bonus CD. I don't know. I was mm. I had to get it. So uh, I looked over at that and I saw it. All right. You want to go over to the odds? Let's do it. Ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Quill. Never. Quill, I miss Quill. Quill was... I'm trying to find my odds. I'm pulling them up up quickly. I got them. I got them. Never tell me the odds brought to you, everybody, by patreon.com slash never... Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do and you want to hear more, then why don't you come down to patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and support us? We would love it if you would do that because it helps us out. And, you know, 
he's in a garage and I'm in a white void. So we have no money. <laughs> Anyways, if you like what we do, we greatly appreciate it. Just like we greatly appreciate appreciate the following people. Heidi Fetter, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D., Josh Price. Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmogirl02, Leak Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dale Erdman, Girls with Sabres, and the Den of Nerds. Yeah. Oh, I see Al Schuler saying, bring on Bad Batch. Al, have you watched the new episodes yet? And if you have, let us know your opinion in the comments or the chat, whatever this thing here is. All right, right. here we go. Thank you. Thank you, Patreon supporters, for all you do on the channel. First off, never tell me the ass. Chopper will be the first Rebels character we meet in Ahsoka. Chopper will be the first Rebels character we see in live action. He was in Rogue One, technically. But is Chopper going to bring us to Sabine and Hera and the rest of the gang? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I want that to be 100% true. 100%. Al Shula has not watched Bad Batch ah. yet. Neither have I. We're both in the same boat of not having seen Bad Batch. It's good to have a Star Wars podcast go live the day Star Wars airs and not seen the Star Wars that has aired. That's what I try to bring to this show, Brock. A it was 40 element. minutes. <laughs> I didn't have 40 minutes. I worked, I drove, and I got, sp- I got spit up on bad today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was really beautiful. Uh, did you give a percentage? Yeah, 100%. Do I think it's gonna happen? No, but like, I want it to be. I'm manifesting that. I'm gonna go 53. I'm gonna go 63 percent. I because Filoni voice Chopper, and I feel like he wants to put himself, but only voice. He doesn't want to play his uh, Ranger anymore. I'm gonna go 63 percent. Our next uh, Thrawn will not appear until the finale of Ahsoka. Will Thrawn be the uh, not appear until the very end of the first season of Ahsoka? That's assuming there's a season two. I'm going to go 25% on that. I like the idea because it's like we're expecting it and we're expecting to see him. He's the villain. But then if it isn't till the end of the series, wow. I wonder if he knows the Emperor is still around. You know, like Hmm. if he's aware and, and that kind of... um if that kind of plays into his role. Cause I can't see yeah. him being, I feel like he's going to be more, you don't know if he's good or bad and he might have information Intel that the rebels crew may need. I'm going to go full Brock on that one. Cause I think he's either going to be throughout the whole thing or he's not going to be in it at all. And he's going to be the, the MacGuffin that they're taking us to and then you'll meet him. So yeah. And our final, one, we will have a surprise announced show. By the end of the year. By the end of the year, we're going to have another Book of Boba Fett surprise announcement. But no, not 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 saying Book of Boba Fett. I'm saying, which was the greatest announcement that yeah, Star yeah, Wars yeah. has given us ever. Uh, are we going to get another? Well, another show that we haven't heard of be announced in a cool way like that. I'm going to go full Brock on this. Going to 50 50. So yeah, yeah. It's a, I'm going to go 47. Uh, percent I think. You know, you don't keep going back to that well. 
because then we'll just learn to expect it every time, like yeah. twists in Star Wars. You don't want to, you don't. I mean, we didn't get one last year, sure, but you don't want to keep doing it. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go low on it. It would be cool, though. It would be really cool, but I think they've got so much Star Wars coming out that there's really no need to uh, to surprise us with a show at this point. Yeah. All right, you want to go to the hollow news? There is no hollow news. The news is. I thought you're gonna. Bad I thought you're gonna do Bad Batch reviews. <laughs> I don't know. The Bad Batch, it, it's out. The end. <laughs> oh, well, apparently oh, yeah. there's some new stormtrooper in Ahsoka, but a lot of it's all reported by making. Star oh, Wars, and it looks like so Kylo like, Ren's mask, right? Yeah, that, I mean, cool, yeah. but like it's all sort of hearsay until we see a trailer and making Star Wars is involved in some of that. So I'm like, yeah, let's wait. So yeah, no hollow news today. I am sorry. Let's just go to top five. How dare you? How dare you? Top five. Top five. Top five. Um, we, uh, your number five is? Oh, yeah. Not this one specifically, though I've never seen this one. Like, but like, <laughs> like a lot of these memes I have on my list are repeats from, I think we've done this before, but I was like, okay, number five is going to be a new one. And I do love this meme, the regular one where it's like the cat at the table. Yeah. And yeah, so I just chose this one and I love it. That's fair. And my number five. <laughs> the fact that it's going to put Adam Driver in oh. this, it works. That's so good. And I know if I've you become nice. the very thing you swore. Hold on, let's get rid of this stuff. How do I get rid of this? <laughs> Where is it? How do I get rid of these things? There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's just stupid. That's really it. It's just so stupid. Uh, we both have we both have the same number four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, not the specific one, but yeah. this meme is legendary. Where it's just this these it's four just... panels. And like, oh, great. So good. It's so good. So so good. good. Yeah, not this was for me as well, but it's uh, it's very similar. Uh, you're number three. Brock? Yeah, there it is. I'm just waiting for it to come up. <laughs> oh, oh, there's yeah. a delay. Okay. I love I love the like written and directed by George Lucas where someone just reveals the whole story before the movie's even done. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's hands down one of the best, like for sure, Star Wars memes. Uh and number two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grogu holding that bowl. This one's like he's <laughs> gonna spill the tea. He's a Lipton tea. Like, <laughs> like it's like it's the meme that's launched. Like my number one is what makes like the the prequels like so memeable. But this number two is what like what people are like, we gotta, we gotta have as many memes of Grogu. At this time it was just baby Yoda. Like today I learned that there is a difference between searching Grogu memes and baby Yoda memes. Yes, definitely. This is my number two here up. Along the same lines as yours, <laughs> it's just you throw them anywhere, anywhere. It's like it's just the best. It's like the one, like when this, these first started, it was like when I'm waiting for my mom to get me chicken nuggies. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like, chicken nuggies. I was gonna choose a chicken nugget one, but I couldn't find one in time that I like, so I went with the parmesan cheese on the spaghetti because I love it. 
it's good. And number one, um, we'll throw this one out first. Number one. <sighs> yes, the resistance. <laughs> Forget the text at the top. It's like, my name is Bananakin. It's just... <laughs> My name is Bananakin. I, I, I swear, uh, like I, I swear, like Bananakin, like <laughs> crawled so that like <laughs> uh, Anakin and Padme on Naboo could soar. Like you can't have any of the other memes without this one. Oh God, <laughs> this is why you were the chosen one. <laughs> I love you, my brother Bananakin. <laughs> but I love it. He's just like a rotten banana. <laughs> it's so. Banana. I mean, I saw I saw this one for the first time today. <laughs> banana can isn't really good. <laughs> banana can chopping. <laughs> it's so stupid. You know, oh, like boy. one day Hayden Christensen's movies could just disappear, but this will live on in the tomes of the internet. <laughs> All about banana can. Oh man, I love banana can. Those are our top five memes. Uh, let us know what your top five memes are. Uh, post them or something, because I don't know how you can share them in the comments, but try it if you can. Oh, gosh. It's always a good time talking. Oh, we've been on the wrong side the whole time. Oh, if you're going to get comments. <clears throat> Banana Kid's not real. He ah, can't whatever. hurt you. <laughs> All right, Brock. That it says is live 200... on the top corner. We're good. What? All right, this is our top five for the first time for the year 2023, episode 270, 30 to go until episode 300. Uh, Brock, it's been a lot of fun. It is always fun with you, James, when we talk about Star Wars and Avatar. Avatar Wars. Avatar Wars. All right, that is uh, the episode for today. Today's show, Brock, anything else you want to say? Nope. Uh, watch Bad Batch. Thank you. I'm gonna watch that when I, I get done here because I'm James. He's Brock, and he was always scum. Wait, we got a banana kid comment. <laughs> MTG Paradise is <laughs> coming up with banana kid, and we gotta say goodbye on that note. Here we go. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Brock, you're always scum. We'll do it again. Banana kid scum. Megs. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.